You are more than your title, your income, and your past. You are more than your GPA, the brand of clothes you wear, and what the scale says. You are more than the tears you've cried, the battles you've lost, and what you accomplish on your to-do list every day. Your calling matters. Your story is important. Your future is bright. Thank you for joining me, Lizzie Christian, for Firewife Chronicles, the podcast, with topics of faith, marriage, motherhood, thriving through the mundane, and lessons from the first responder family life. I hope today is your best day ever. Welcome to episode 10, Miscarriage, Grief, and Waiting Rooms. I wrote this little poem called Oceans of Tears just a few days after I found out my baby had no heartbeat while he was still in my womb and I continued to feel pregnant. My tears could form oceans because they will not cease. Precious child, gone too soon. Ailing heart, wondering mind. Waves of grief, come and go. Answers, answers, I want to know. My tears could form oceans because they will not cease. One day I'll see you in eternity. This episode has taken me a minute to record. There are still so many raw emotions and feelings around the topic of miscarriage and grief. I'm still in it right now. I'm still going through testing and blood work trying to figure out some things for the future. It's not a fun or easy process. It's long, it's hard, it's lonely, and makes me feel like I'm stuck in a waiting room for the time being. To be honest, it's been two months and I'm still having a difficult time, breaking down in moments that I didn't expect to break me. Without my husband, children, coffee shop runs, and some very loud praise music, I don't know where I'd be right now, to be honest. Every day is different. Some are great, and some I'm just hoping it was all just a nightmare, and he will be with me soon. But unfortunately, that's not the case, and I have to accept that. We just took our family Christmas photos, and when I got the pictures back, I bawled. My kids and husband look absolutely amazing. I love the pictures, but I looked at myself and just saw extra pounds with no baby. I saw a girl who has been broken inside for the last two months. I saw a girl who is feeling so insecure about her body right now. I saw a girl struggling, a girl who knows that gratitude and grief can coexist. I saw a girl who wants so badly for her family to grow again, but so afraid of what that might entail. She's in the waiting room. I say this to say, I see you if you are struggling, trying to find joy and make magic for your family when Satan is trying so hard to tear you down. He wants to make us feel miserable. He wants us to feel hopeless. This episode is for those who have experienced miscarriage and for those who are wondering how to encourage or support someone going through something like this. Oliver Russ Christian, a name that is still said constantly in my head, that's etched on my heart, and constantly comes out of the mouth of my children. A few days ago, my oldest son painted a gift-shaped ornament for our Christmas tree and wrote Oliver on it. I asked him about it and he said, Mom, Oliver was such a gift. Even if I don't get to meet him until heaven, he was such a special gift to all of us. And that honestly summed up 
so many of my feelings about miscarriage. I don't regret taking the leap for a fourth child. I'm so sad about the traumatic events of his birth that unfolded. I'm sad that my womb is empty when it would be so close to meeting him. I'm sad that for comfort I look at pictures of him. But I'm thankful I have those pictures to remind me that he was real. I'm thankful that I did get to see his features and hold his tiny little body. If you are a miscarriage mama, I want to say I'm sorry. Whether it happened years ago, months ago, or days ago, it does change you. Some days of grief are so hope-filled, and some are just so excruciating and difficult. Some days you feel like your mind and your body are in this constant denial that they are gone, and you just don't want to believe it. This is pregnancy loss. This is pregnancy loss, delivering a baby who has already entered heaven's gates, dealing with the post-birth pains and trying to heal without a baby to hold. This is pregnancy loss, emptying a closet full of maternity clothes while still having the extra pounds of growing a little human, turning off the pregnancy app notifications while still knowing exactly how many weeks you would be. This is pregnancy loss. Wanting to avoid people because you fear they might ask how many weeks pregnant you are. Trying to hold back the sobs until you are in the shower or until your other kids are in bed because you are trying to be involved in every moment with them. This is pregnancy loss. Attending post-surgery and post-delivery checkups while staring at a room full of pregnant women who are beaming from seeing their healthy little one on the ultrasound screen trying to hold back the sobs and find the joy in other moments of the day. This is pregnancy loss. A heart filled with love for your children on earth while feeling a sense of emptiness, wondering what personality your other child would have had. Staring back at baby bump photos you are resistant to take due to the extra pounds while still wishing you could just go back to feeling those little squiggles inside of you. This is pregnancy loss. Wondering if and when to try again. Wanting to keep any future decisions a secret at the risk of being judged or hearing unwarranted comments. This is pregnancy loss. Trying to accept it. Trying to grieve. Trying not to drown in the would-haves, should-haves. Begging God that you'd wake from this nightmare. This is pregnancy loss. A journey that you must take one day and one step at a time. A journey that feels so lonely but one that you can't walk alone. A journey that can vary daily. One that eventually makes you feel like you can breathe again, but one you can never completely heal from. Forever in our hearts, forever changed, this is pregnancy loss. Through this loss, I feel like God has really been shining a light on those who are silently suffering. He's been telling me, don't forget her. The one who was never able to get pregnant, don't forget her. The one who has been trying for years, don't forget her. The one who is so desperately yearning for that moment of becoming a mother, don't forget her. The one who finds out she is pregnant after loss and is so afraid of what the next appointment might reveal. Don't forget her. The one who realized that families can be built in so many different ways. Don't forget her. The one suffering in silence and crying in doctor's offices. 
I can't forget her. To anyone who has experienced such loss, I'm so very sorry. To anyone currently experiencing such loss, I am so very sorry. I pray you feel seen today. I'm praying for your story today. I'm praying for a rainbow after the storm today, whatever that might look like. I won't forget you. Loss comes in many forms, but we will never know the toll it takes on someone's heart. So let's just love people a little more. Lisa LaShawl, a very wise woman and friend, once said, Two simple words, I'm here, could save a life. Use them often. If you want to know the best way to reach out to someone who is struggling, keep it simple. Ask, what can I do? Offer to help with their children if they already have them. Drop off a meal or send DoorDash gift cards for a meal. Don't be afraid to acknowledge their child or say their child's name. They want to feel like their child mattered too, because they did. Send flowers that say, I'm here. Validate their loss and their feelings. Don't put a timeline on their grief or tell them it's time to move on or get over it. There's a lot you don't know. And with this loss, I learned that there can be a lot of hidden trauma to loss. The devil tried to break me and take me out. Because of God, I'm still standing. I'm still hoping. I'm still believing. Listen, friend, I'm not saying my trauma has this huge silver lining. There are some situations that are straight up ugly and heartbreaking, but I believe that these waiting room seasons can mold us and shape us for the next thing that's coming. Because of our losses, we feel differently. We can understand people's pain in a different way. I urge you to let God use your story. I urge you to dance it out on the days you feel that sunshine beaming in on your face. This week I heard the quote, stop making your life a waiting room and turn it into a dance floor. I have really good days and really difficult days. I definitely had a lot more really difficult days in the beginning, and maybe you do too. Seasons of grief aren't easy. Seeing the pages ripped out of the chapters we thought were being written isn't easy to cope with, but we must feel those seasons. With time, we cry a little less every day. With God, the sharp pain gets a little duller. With God's help, we start to see glimmers of hope again. With each new day, The sun shines a little brighter and a little longer between the rain showers. When you feel those glimmers of hope, cling to them. Like my two-year-old clings to me anytime I need to use the restroom or do anything. He's holding on to my leg like he's holding on for dear life. He is not letting go. I wrote this piece called I'm So Glad You're Here and I want you to know this is for you. No matter what you've experienced or been through or whatever darkness is trying to creep into your soul, don't give up. I'm so glad you're here. Maybe you've reached points in your life where the grief felt unbearable. The pain was excruciating. Your calling felt unclear. I'm so glad you're here. Maybe you've reached points in your life where the depression fog was thick. The loss felt like one you'd never recover from, or the tears felt like a storm that would never cease. I'm so glad you're here. While God doesn't inflict pain on us, he sure does send us glimmers of hope. He sure does feel those tears with us. He sure does care about our hope, healing, and future. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you know your future is bright. I hope you know that God can use your story for good. I hope you know that God can use you to help pick someone else up who is in the thick of their grief. Let's not forget the beauty in telling others how thankful we are that they are here too. Don't give up. Don't let the darkness creep in. Your story matters. 
Whether you are on the dance floor or the waiting room of life, don't stay sitting in that lonely chair. Get up and dance when you can muster up the strength from your tired and weary soul. Let the joy seep in every chance you get. You will get through this. And if you know someone struggling, don't forget to tell them, I'm here. See you next time. Thank you.